Hey there, thanks for checking out my podcast. This episode was recorded originally as a video, so if you'd prefer to watch it, head over to my YouTube channel. Otherwise, sit back and enjoy. In today's show, we will talk about what is happening in the markets today. Now, this will only take us two minutes and then we will talk about the Death Cross and the Golden Cross, since everybody is talking about these. So we'll talk about what is a Death Cross and a Golden Cross. We'll talk about why is suddenly everybody talking about them. I'll show you a simple trading strategy using the Death Cross and the Golden Cross. And I'll show you how to use this strategy in your trading. And you'll see, it's very, very simple. Now, next we will talk about my current trades. Now, as you know, right now I'm assigned in six stocks with the wheel. So we'll take a look at how that is going and I'll show you the PowerX trades that I have going on right now. And after this, I will answer your questions. So right now, put them in the chat and I'll answer as many as I can later in the show. Now, as you can see, we have a full program. So let's get started. The Death Cross explained. Here's how to use it in your trading. I'm going to talk about two terms that technical traders use all the time, and that is Death Cross and Golden Cross. Right now, in the next few minutes, you'll learn what is a Death Cross and a Golden Cross. You'll learn why suddenly everybody is talking about them. I will show you a very simple trading strategy that you can use using the Death Cross and the Golden Cross. And of course, I will also show you how to use this in your trading. And you'll see it's super simple. So we dive right in. Golden Cross versus Death Cross. What is the difference? Let's start with a Death Cross. And it's actually very, very simple because a Death Cross occurs when a short-term moving average crosses a longer-term moving average. I brought up the S&P here right now, and I also brought up two moving averages because the most popular moving averages used for the Death Cross and the Golden Cross are the red line, which is a 200-day moving average, and the blue line, which is a 50-day moving average. Simple moving average, so nothing really spectacular there. Now, here is what a death cross is. A death cross happens when the 50-day moving average crosses the 200-day moving average from above. So you see this here um, on the S&P. This actually happened on December 7th, 2018, right here. And as you can see, after this, the markets kept plummeting down. So the markets, after the death cross occurred, uh, plummeted another 10%, a little bit more, uh, actually 11% here. So this is why the death cross is a bearish signal that is supposed to predict short-term weakness in the markets. Okay, so now that you know that death cross is, let's move on to a golden cross. Now, as you can probably guess, I want to use this example here. So as you can guess, the Golden Cross is a bullish indicator that occurs when the short-term moving average uh, crosses over a longer-term moving average. And again, we're using here the 50-day moving average. <laughs> it's supposed to say 50-day and the 200-day moving average. Now, here is an example of the Golden Cross that occurred on July 8, 2020. So almost a year ago. And uh, as you can see, it's a bullish signal because after the Golden Cross occurred, the stock market rallied more than 33% and it is not over yet. But uh, so, so why is right now suddenly everybody talking about a death cross? Well, 
because the death cross has been making headlines because it just occurred on Bitcoin a few days ago. So as you can see here, Bitcoin, uh, let's actually zoom out a little bit so that we have the whole picture here. Actually, let's zoom in for a moment so that you see when it occurred. It just happened. So it just happened uh, on actually June 19th and today is June 24th. So why is the Bitcoin death cross such a big deal? Well, this is where we want to zoom out to see when did the golden cross occur. And uh, if we go back, then we see that the golden cross occurred uh, right here. And this was in May 2020. So since then, as you know, Bitcoin had the tremendous run from 9,000 to over $64,000. I mean, this is crazy. And now when we have the death cross, it means that this tremendous run here could actually be over. So uh, let's actually talk about, as you can see, you can use this as a very, very simple strategy. Uh, how can you use it in your trading? So super, super simple. Just going to zoom out a little bit more. And uh, this is the simple strategy. You simply buy whenever you see a golden cross. Okay. So this means that the 50 day moving average crosses the 200 day moving average from below. And then you would sell whenever you see a death cross. And these are the nicknames for them, but everybody refers to them this way. So as you can see, it is a very simple trend following strategy. Let's actually take a look at this and see how accurate is this trading strategy. Well, let's find out. So here's the deal. What I did using TradingView, I actually programmed it into TradingView so that we can easily backtest the strategy. So let's take a look at the performance for Bitcoin. By doing this, I'm just going here to the strategy tester. Just want to adjust something really quick in the settings. So I'm assuming that I'm just taking a $10,000 position here when trading this strategy. Now, as you can see, over the past 10 years, there were 13 trades. Let me actually zoom in so that you can see this. So I want to just take a quick screenshot here. And then you can right here, we have the trade. So as you can see, we had 13 trades. We still have one open trade. Out of these 13 trades, we had six winning trades, seven losing trades. So this means that the winning percentage is 46.15%. So that's not good. But here is the good news. The good news is that the winning trades are much bigger than the losing trades. Now, more good news. Let's actually zoom in again here. This strategy, the total net profit, as you can see, would have been $1.168 million based on a $10,000 account. Holy moly, that's an 11,000% uh, return. <laughs> I mean, that is just crazy. So do we have a winner here? Is this just a great strategy that you should do? Because could this be the simplest and most powerful strategy for trader? Well, not quite, not quite, because take a look at this. So if you would have just bought $10,000 of Bitcoin 10 years ago, here we see the buy and hold return. So if you did the 10,000 and just held it without trading it, then you would have made 
what, $72 million. Woo, <laughs> right? I mean, this is kind of crazy. So wait a minute. If you would just have bought Bitcoin and held it, you would have made 70 million versus only this measly $1.1 million. So, so maybe this strategy isn't that good. Oh, oh, or maybe Bitcoin is just an exception because I mean, come on, let's think about it. Bitcoin has been going up like crazy. So let's actually test it on a few more stock and see how it performs. And uh, first of all, let's actually take a look at the SPY. So the SPY is mirroring the S&P. So this should give us a little bit more accurate data, right? Because we also have more data here for the SPY. So we can go back to 1994 and that is 27 years of data. So let's actually see what results we would have achieved if we had traded this strategy on the SPY. Let's switch over to our handy dandy iPad. Let's zoom in and let's take a look at the trade. So here we have our trades. And since we are looking back over the past 27 years, we would have had 25 trades. Now out of these 25 trades, 12 of them were winning trades. Then we had 13 losing trades. So 48% winning percentage. Now, as you can see, very similar to the winning percentage when trading Bitcoin. You also see that the average winning trade is much bigger than the losing trade. And let's see how this would have turned out if we had also here. Now, here's what I'm gonna do for this one. I just wanna say we start with $10,000 and we are just reinvesting 100% of our equity. Shall we do this? I mean, this makes it super easy. So let's take a look at the performance here and see how we would have done here. So if we had traded this strategy on the SPY, which is an ETF mirroring the S&P, we would have turned $10,000 into $35,000. Okay, that's 356% over 27 years. Not bad, so that's around 13% per year. And you see, some people would be very happy with these 13% per year. But you see, for me, that's not very impressive at all because I usually make 60 to 80% per year with my trading strategies. But let's compare this to buy and hold. So if we invested $10,000 in 1994, 27 years ago in the SPY and didn't do anything, oh my gosh, look at this. It would be worth $85,000. Well, that's 85, 857% or 31% per year. Ooh, this is much better. Well, as you can see, so a simple buy and hold approach would have outperformed this trading strategy by a factor of more than two. So maybe, maybe we need to find a stock that is more range bound for the strategy, right? Because as you know, both Bitcoin and uh, also the S&P, they've just gone up over the past 20 years. Let's actually see if we find a stock that is a little bit more range bound. So let's do this. Why don't we go with, let's take a look at IBM. Let's take a look at the weekly chart for IBM. Let's actually zoom out a little bit so that we see what IBM has done over the past. I don't know, can probably for IBM get much, much more data. As you can see, as we are going back to 1974, let's do that. Uh, let's just go back for, uh, I don't know, between 1973, as you can see here, and uh, 
and what 1997 so ibm was trading anywhere between 10 and 40 dollars and after this if you look at ibm it has been trading in a range uh, here we see another range so it's definitely more range bound here right so it has been trading between what 70 dollars and 140 dollars and recently it has been all over the place so maybe maybe ibm is a much better candidate for this strategy shall we see okay Let's take a look of what happened if we bring up here the strategy tester, because as you can see, IBM has been all over the place. And here we can actually go back until 1994. What I need to do is I need to switch back to a daily chart because this way we are getting accurate results. Okay, so let's take a look of what happened here and we are zooming in to make it easy for you. So going back to 1974, overall, that is 47 years. Over these 47 years, there were 93 trades. And now out of these 93 trades, we had ugh, only 24 winning trades, 69 losing trades. Oh, well, not good at all, right? I mean, this gives us a winning percentage of only 25%. So much less than in trending markets. So thus far, this doesn't look good, but let's just take a look at the performance report. Since we are already here, might as well. So let's do this. Let's zoom into the performance report. Oh, what the heck? If we had started in 1974 with $10,000 and followed this trading strategy, we actually would have lost 9,524. And with a simple buy and hold uh, approach, we would have turned our $10,000 into, as you can see here, almost $80,000. So let's talk about this. How accurate is this death cross? Because I mean, right now, everybody is freaking out that it is appearing in Bitcoin. But as you can see from this example, paying attention to the death cross is as useless as bringing an accordion player on a deer hunt or as useless as screen doors on a submarine. <laughs> so both the death cross and the golden cross are appearing way too late to be useful. Let me just show you another example here. And we want to go back again to the S&P 500. Let me switch over to the chart and let's actually take a look at last year when we had the COVID drop. This is when we had the last occurrence of the death cross. And doesn't it look very similar to what's happening in Bitcoin right now? So right here is the death cross. And this appeared on March 30th, March 30th, 2020. Now you get the idea. Okay. Now when the death cross finally occurred, and let me draw a line, it's right here. So when the death cross finally occurred, the down move was already over. <laughs> the stock market was on its way to its recovery. So is technical analysis useless? No, not at all, because I want to show you something that does work when using technical analysis. Now, as you know, I am trading the PowerX strategy, which is based on three indicators. And the three indicators is what you see down here. Number one, uh, which is the RSI. Number two, it is the stochastics. And number three, this here is a uh, is the MACD and it is working really, really well for me. Let me just show you my trading account here for a moment so that you see of what is happening with this strategy. There's the trading account. As you can see, I made $3,472 in profits on a small $20,000 account and this happened in less than 17 weeks. Now, this is more than 17% in two months. If I could keep that up, then that would be 102% in a year. 
much better than a buy and hold approach or the this death cross, golden cross stuff that everybody is talking about this right now. The last two months have been really good. This is why I'm up so much. Usually I said I'm, I'm shooting more for 60 to 80%. But hey, if you would like to learn more about this strategy, I've written a book about this. So the PowerX strategy, I'll link to it in the description or what I also do, I did some videos about it and I will link to videos right now. And if you click on it, I will explain the exact rules of the strategies in these videos. Uh, it is super simple and you're going to love it. So click on these videos if you want and I will see you over there. All right, that's it for today. If you enjoyed this episode, please make sure that you subscribe to this podcast. And if you could do me a huge favor, and rate it, that would mean a lot to me. Just leave a five-star rating and let others know what you think about the podcast. Also, you can go to rockwelltrading.com social, where you'll find links to all of my social media accounts, as well as event info, blogs, and other cool updates I have for you. Thank you so much for listening, and remember to join me next time. Until then, have a great time, and I'll talk to you soon.